Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. You are listening to B. Mitch and Finley after a tough, tough Commander's Law Sunday night football. We're going to dive into all of it. I was thinking about this. I don't think we've done a blame pie in over a month. Been a while. It's been a while. You had a bye, you had a tie, you had a couple wins. Yeah, we damn gotta, if we don't have one today. We can blame some folks. Um, B, how you doing, man? I am doing well, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I know I, you're tired, bro, because I um on my way in packing my car last night. I'm looking over and I'm like, well, they doing a show from the field, which means he's gonna leave the stadium around two ish. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the yeah. gig though, man. Yeah. You know, I told people you can't complain about cold football in December. I'm not gonna complain about working late on a night. I got home late too, so it's yeah. like I was like, I, I bet just, you didn't get home till about two, one thirty. About one thirty, two o'clock, and then uh, once I got there, you know, when you're sleepy, you just can't fall asleep immediately. Totally. Um, SVP, you know, he obviously does a late show, and I listen to his podcast. He always calls it landing the plane. You can't just come home and go to bed. You got to chill out for a minute and kind of go from. The energy of an NFL game. Decompress. Yeah, exactly. Decompress. Yeah. Good term. Um, you know, there's a lot to discuss from last night. A lot, a lot, a lot to discuss from last night. I, I think clearly the referees are a part of the story. Um, we can get into the McLaurin call on third down on a score where Brian Robinson on a play where Brian Robinson scores. Uh, we can discuss the Jahan Dotson offensive pass interference from early in the game. Earlier in the game, that cost them a two-pointer, and then they miss the extra point. But I, I, I want to be clear, at least to open the program before we get into that stuff, because it's, it's very, very um, upsetting, man. It's, it's frustrating when you feel like the zebras take it out of the players' hands. But w- we need to be clear, clear that the Commanders didn't do enough to win this game. Not at all. You've got, but I, I just think they people got to stop with with the. I know it's. Revisionist history. When you see a sub at the end of the game, you blame the refs. But we just sat outside and talked, and we could point at ten times where they could have called something on sure. us. They did not call it in the game. And if you look at the numbers here, uh, the Giants were flagged five times for thirty yards. The Commanders were flagged six times for forty yards. Like it's fairly equitable. The the fourth down no call on Curtis Samuel getting. Assaulted. That one is what bothers me the most. But I, I don't even want to get into that yet, B, because I look at this fairly simply. Um, 
You can if you don't think the defense did enough to win last night. Okay, I don't agree with you, but they did give up a really long, outrageous drive. Well, in an awful game, in an awful offensive game, you could say, "Oh, they didn't do enough." The defense gave up thirteen. The offense scored twelve. Thirteen points. They gave up thirteen. <laughs> the offense scored twelve and gave up seven. Right. Think about that. Right. I mean, that's a net of six. <laughs> yes. I, I think. I, I five, really, game. but I know what you mean. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> five. Uh, I haven't slept much. I mean, listen, you can point to the 10-minute drive the Giants had, the 18 play, where they went, you know they went over 100 yards on that drive? Because it started at their own three, and they scored, and they had a five-yard penalty in there. <laughs> so wow. From an actual yardage standpoint, it was a 102-yard drive. Cray-cray. Now, the net yards was 99, but at, yeah. or 97, rather. You can point to that, and then if you want to, you can point to the very end of this game after Heineke's second fumble, not one, two, after the second fumble inside the red zone where Saquon looks like he's just going to break their back. Saquon on three straight runs was dazzling. He hit spin moves in the hole twice. I mean, yep. Saquon and then Daniel Jones hit one, but you know what the defense did? They, they, got a, they held him to a field goal. Yep. And in that situation, people are worried about the Giants scoring. To hell with scoring. If the Giants get another first down, they just bleed the Game's clock over. out. Yeah. So getting that stop and holding them to a field goal there gave the commanders a chance. If you want to be mad at the defense from last night, it, you, you you have an agenda, frankly. Uh, you know, when people... They weren't gr- it it wasn't their best showing, the, If they but, want to just blame the defense... Is those that have their narrative as like the offense is perfect and they do nothing wrong. Well, the offense makes the defense job very damn hard. The when offense you- <laughs> was one of ten on third down. Yeah. The yeah. offense had a good drive to open the second half, but at halftime of that game, at halftime of that game, they had 40 yards passing. Yeah. I, you finished the game. I, uh, for me, and, and I don't want to give away my blame pie, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If you're, if you're taking notes for the quiz later, take listen to this. Your offensive line got their ass kicked most of the night. Oh yeah. Except they were able to run block a little bit, and you just don't stick with the run. Mm-hmm. Your, your running backs got 17 carries. Your second running back. I'm not even gonna get into B Rob. Gibson's averaging 4.2 a carry. Yeah. 4.2 is good. If 4.2 is good, Brian, what is 7.4? Fantastic. Kids gouging him. He gets 12 carries. That kid right there, I, listen, We I know when we see a good running game, we normally give the offensive line credit. But you know what? What I saw yesterday, he gets hit. He never stops turning his legs. And then seven yards, eight yards later, he goes down. That's not all about the offensive line. That's about some will. And a guy who understands how to run a football. He doesn't stop. You watch a lot of backs, as soon as they get touched, they stop pumping their legs and they go down. That dude doesn't want to go down even when he's going down. I love watching him run the ball. Sure. You you don't stick to the run when it's working. And I'm not one of these guys that will just scream about sticking to the run all the time. But clearly the run game's working for you. You got to give it more, more attempts than that. Yeah, your offensive line is getting beat. I, I I feel like 
Chris Kynard probably doesn't want me to talk about centers as often as I do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you knew you were going to have trouble losing Larson. Like, we've seen this movie. Well, if you're talking about offensive line, you better talk about the center because that's the guy that touched the ball every time. Sure. So you knew you were going to have interior trouble. Mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence, they got some good interior, just D-linemen. And then what Thibodeau is, I, I, Landville, you want to be scared about something? Thibodeau might be the Daniel Jones of defense. <laughs> that He sees burgundy and gold, and he decides to just whoop ass. Yeah. He, he, yesterday, he had 12 tackles. Defensive ends rarely have that many tackles. Dude. He had 12 tackles. He had a sack. He had a sack fumble for, and a touchdown. You know who gets double-digit tackles? Linebackers and safety. There you go. Not DNs. Yeah, he he was. I mean, he got to Taylor quicker yesterday while being supposedly being blocked than he did in the first game when they didn't block him at all. I mean, the first the sack fumble, the the score in the first half, Taylor had no chance. None. You you want to blame and Taylor? Ron, Ron said, "Well, you got to throw get, in the ball quicker, dude." When he set. And start to deliver, he was being hit. The only way he throws that ball soon is he just grab it and come straight up and just throw it to somebody without taking any drop. You know you're probably going to get beat up on the interior. They got beat on the ex- on the edges too. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the Giants, you knew that D-line was going to be a problem. It was a problem two weeks ago. And, and the quarterback wasn't good enough. And I'm not advocating for any changes, but, like, we got to be able to talk about this honestly. Otherwise, hey, it's just I, not going to work. I'll hit you with something. Yesterday, when they came out in the second half had the long drive, they had another dip, uh, terrible drive. They were going to make a change yesterday. It wouldn't have stunned I, I watched pre, pre-game. Like, it was showing, you know, you watch all the stuff. Carson was going a little too hard to be a guy who's going to be just backing up in the game. <laughs> And then you watch him on the sideline. I didn't talk to you last night, right? No. Okay. On the sideline, like late in the second quarter, he started to warm up on the sideline some. And backups don't normally warm up on the sideline unless you've been total or something. If they, like, if they don't get this next drive better, uh, we're going to go to you. Listen, they can say what they want when they get in front of the media. I played this game and been around it too long to understand that half the time, they don't want you to know what's going on. Cool. It's fine. But if he had another bad drive yesterday, he was going to be sitting and uh, you were going to see Carson. And I believe he's on a leash this week because you're going to get a better team. Bro, the way that O-line played last night and the way Taylor's body's got to feel this morning. I watched him walking off the field. The dude had a limp on him. And I saw get, him at his locker he, last yeah, night. He, he beat he up. Beat, I mean, yeah. you're talking cold tubs, ice packs, treatments. He was beat up. He got rocked. Um, so, to, so, to your point, I don't know if they showed this on the broadcast, but at various times, when, like, you know they come back from a TV timeout or there's a punt and then there's a, a break and the quarterback will kind of warm up right there on the sideline, right next to the coaches. Mm-hmm. And it it almost always is the starter with the quarterback's coach or maybe like a quality control guy catching the ball for him and then throwing it to the starter. And the starter's either throwing it to the backup or throwing it to another coach who catches it, gives it to the backup. Carson was like running bootlegs. Carson was like, like it, it seemed like 
It was a plan in motion. No, but it seemed like he wanted the world had. to know that he was he was kind of ready to run. I don't think it was us just on Carson. Because here's the thing, I haven't said this yet. So I go down there for my halftime hit, right? I do the jumbotron thing at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, which rem- remind me to tell that story later, landfill, because uh, I didn't have a heck of a lot to talk about at halftime last night. Because I try to say something positive. I'm on the team's field, and it was fourteen to three. Um, <laughs> but B, so I have to usually wait. You know how, like that tunnel's pretty narrow where the players come out of, and they are at pro football players. They're huge guys, and they're usually jogging a little bit. And you don't want to be swimming upstream against that. So I have to wait for those guys to clear out before I go back the other way. Tarson, <laughs> Carson came sprinting out of that tunnel. Sprinting at halftime <laughs> to the point where I was like, wait a damn second. Like, like now you thought he was going. I was like, <laughs> it, it was, as I stated, it Jay, was odd how hard he was. Words running. were probably spoken that if this next drive goes bad, you're going to go sit in that and you're going to play. Which ironically is what I thought they should have done to Carson, both in the Philly game at home, and the Bears, week huh? three, and the Bears game. Yeah, I don't think it's the end of the world to make a switch. Now, t- to Taylor's credit, he came out and was lights out on that first drive in the second half. Um, the defense came out, forced a stop. I think they got a three and out there, if not a five and out. And then Taylor was great. I think he went four for four on that touchdown drive. Really good throw to Dotson for the touchdown. Um, but I, I don't. There are some people out there that are going to call and defend Taylor no matter what. He's the starting quarterback. We got to be critical of the starting quarterback. This isn't that complicated. Um, at halftime, at halftime, he was seven of thirteen for fifty-five yards, and he had been sacked twice, yeah. and and given up a fumble touchdown. Right, yeah. I'm not blaming him for the fumble. He got rocked. He had no time. Mm-hmm. But you, you you saw it two weeks ago in the Meadowlands where he felt that pressure a little bit more and was able to protect the ball and go down. Yeah, he didn't feel that pressure this time. Yeah, I think in uh, two weeks ago he wasn't even ready to throw the ball. He knew. So let me lock it up. Yesterday, he was in a throwing motion, and the kid did exactly what they taught to do. You you rake and tackle. Well, I bet Thibodeau had been watching the tape of two weeks ago when he could have gotten a strip sack fumble <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I it, It's tough for me. I, I know this. At halftime of that game last night, Brian Robinson had eight carries for 54 yards. Antonio Gibson, four carries for 20 yards. So that's 74 yards rushing on 12 carries in the first half. What did Brian end up with? 12 carries or something like that? 12 carries. And he had eight in the first half? Yeah. They gave him only to him four times in the second half? Gibson had four carries in the first half. And he ended up with five. One in the second half. They, so they ran the ball basically... Playing runs. No, 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 no. They were giving it to Curtis, too. Okay. Uh, something yesterday Curtis, tipped off the Giants. Curtis had three carries in the first half. Curtis finished with five carries. So he got two more. So that means playing They carries ran the ball in, seven times. And De'Ami Brown had an end around. A lot of De'Ami Brown last I don't night know what was the tip off. I don't know if Landon Collins being there helped them or something. 
But every time Curtis Samuel touched the ball out the backfield, he immediately got hit. It's like they knew it was coming. And, and this is when, when, when we're talking about being predictable. It's what we're talking about. When people, when they're got to read on your plays that much, maybe when Kurt is in the game, he should just get faked instead of getting the ball. Normally, every time he's in the backfield, he gets the ball. And every time he got it yesterday, he got hit. What do you have, five carries for how many yards? Maybe Curtis, one? Five carries, one yard. Yeah. So something was giving was giving him a tip or giving it away, and we kept doing it. We got to figure, listen, I know going into the bye, we've been talking about this. Uh, Scott Turner with two weeks to prepare for somebody. In essence, you had three weeks. You've been watching in, the same team. three tape. weeks, you yeah. watched the same people and I'm going to say it straight up, offensively and defensively, and that's the crap you came up with? The defense was playing this zone in the first half, and Dan- Danny Dimes looked like uh, Joe Montana. Sooner in the second half, they decided to play some man, and then he couldn't throw the ball as well. See what I'm saying? And offensively. They seem so focused defensively on slowing Jones down in the run game. Hey, when you drop and you leaving, you you've – just when you're playing passive at any position in sports, especially football, you're giving people take it. They run all they did was run five, seven yards, turn around, boom, ball was there. When they went for it on fourth and nine, at that point, we were all in the room watching the game saying this is disrespectful. They basically were saying, We don't give a damn, we're going for it. And we kept running that same dumbass zone and they got picked apart. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a ton of possession in the second half to maybe try to stick with the run. Help me with the math here, B. They finished the game. It was almost a dead-even split. Mm -hmm. The Giants had 30 minutes, 30 seconds. The Hogs had 29 minutes, 30 seconds. In the first half, Commanders possessed the ball 16 and a half minutes. So that means it was about 13 13 and a half minutes. So they had a little more even, in the second half, but the thing of it is, it was almost an even split. But like we talk about one of ten from third down, we get in red zone, we don't seem to leave with points. I'm talking about touchdowns. Rom's furious about it, and, mm-hmm. and dude, that's an overarching theme for the season. So you got to find a way. And dude, Heineke on the scramble, diving for the pylon, press the edge, plant your foot, cut it up. Yeah, you got a blocker. That's six. Mm-hmm. Then we're not screaming about a McLaurin penalty. We're not screaming about a mugging in the end zone <laughs> for what should have been a pass interference. Mm-hmm. Press the edge, cut it up. Oh God, landfill! Why'd you text me that? We haven't even talked about the punt from the thirty-four yard line. <laughs> that that ended up being like a net six yards. Four. <laughs> They got a good return on it. You know why? Because everybody thought he was going to fair catch it. You were why? there. Why? Because you punted from the 34. You were there. You looking at the flags. Was the wind blowing that hard that you don't go for it? Dude. That, that, that's a 52-yarder. I, I saw a guy who we got rid of that kicks for them now. He kicked a few of them right around 51 yards, and he had distance to hit it from 56, 57. Gano. I know that. The Giants scored the strip sack fumble on that 
in that end zone, and Gano kicked the extra point, and it sure seemed to get, it seemed to turn left on him late. Mm-hmm. But I saw Joey Sly kick a ball out of the back of that end zone on a kickoff. Yeah, I like, I was on the field for, I mean, no, no lie, probably like five to eight o'clock before the game. wasn't a ton of wind. I was out there at halftime. wasn't mm-hmm. a ton of wind, and I was out there post game for ninety minutes. I remember that you look like you pull off your hat <laughs> and your hair wasn't blowing. Let's talk about the playoff odds. Let's talk about what last night means for the big picture. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Who's this, Landfill? John Bon Jovi. <laughs> all right. Sean Landetta's friend. Oh, uh, yeah, Jersey Boys. Oh, bro. Landetta's from the Towson area, right? And with the thousand, and I think he went to thousand high school. But uh, he and Bon Jovi were dogs. They they hung up. Um, I'm trying. I can't remember who I was listening to something, and they were talking about how weird special teams, the specialists, always are. You probably and I was just thinking listen to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey um, man, Tressway, different. He's the one. He's not like the rest of them. <laughs> oh man. Um. So I, let me ask you this, B. You played in the NFL for 14 years. A couple of them, yeah. Um, college football before that for four. Mm-hmm. High school football for four. Mm-hmm. 
You started when you were 10, I want to hear? Around sixth grade, whatever sixth grade was. Okay, so we call it 12. Mm-hmm. So that's 14. Nah, and four. I say that's like 11, JP. Okay, I'm just saying 14 and fours, 18. Say another 10 on top of that. No, say eight on top of that. Yeah, okay. I lost count. So 14 and four. 26. Played football for about 26 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Played it. You've been watching it in all the time since. No. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you're old as hell, so that's probably like 40 years. I look so much better than you, though. <laughs> God. Let, uh, let's, you could be my dad. Let's <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> roughly, I look like Doc Walker at this point. Let's, <laughs> let's roughly say you've been around football 40 years. Yeah. 35 years. I would go even farther than that because I've been watching it since before with my bro- my brothers and my my dad. What was your reaction when they punted on their from the from the Giants thirty four early? I just felt like you know what, drop a set. That's my whole because I don't I didn't understand that whatsoever. I know you have one of the best punters in the world, you know, and things of that nature. But you have a guy who has a leg that can kick field goals too, and I didn't see or hear anything that the wind was that treacherous out there. It wasn't like the Patriots against the Buffalo Bills right. last year, you know. So I didn't understand that at all. Yeah, I, 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 I that that I had a tough time with. Um, and I mean, if we're just going to talk about like decision making. What did you think? I'm trying to pull up exactly when it was. Um, you had a third and short. Here we go. Third and three, 220 left in the third quarter. Out of shotgun. Third and three. Mm-hmm. Out of shotgun. And that was, you had Brian Robinson got the first carry of the drive. Seven yards. Then I think was when they tried the flea flicker, which Yami Brown was covered the entire time. I get you got to just cut the ball loose because you probably don't have much else in play in that yeah. moment. Like, but yee. then you get third and three, and you go Curtis Samuel up the middle for two. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see Robinson in that situation? Yes. See, I, I was listening. Doc and Linnell on the way home last night. And I forgot who was talking to them, but they mentioned something about, or it may have been Doc. They said about they have pre-planned rotations. I've been around football a long time, and that never made sense to me. And it doesn't make sense now. I watch Brian in the game, and then he'll come out, and then boom, boom. Listen, man, when a dude's in the game and he's cooking, I want him to come out the game. You know, you, you got to learn sometimes where in this in this day of all these damn analytics, whatever happened to feel and eyesight and vision? You know, if I'm looking at this game, I'm like, just like everybody say, we can we can see that the team responds to Taylor more than they do Carson. Yep. Who on earth can't see that when Brian Robinson's in the game, it's totally different. The way he runs the ball is totally different. And there are times when – He'll run, and he just he gets tackled. He get up, he runs straight off the field. And I'm like, was this planned? Because the thing about him, I've seen him catch balls at the backfield and everything. 
He had a nice catch early in yeah, the game. Yeah, so when he's in the game, it's like it's not it's less pre- it's less predictive when he's in the game than any other uh, running back. We bring in um, Antonio. He runs outside predominantly, and then he'll go catch passes. We bring in uh, Curtis. We know he's getting the football. Robinson's in the game. He can run up the middle. He can run outside. He can catch the ball, and he's more effective for the offense that they're trying to run. But we we seem to be the team where we are the way we try to get the ball in the hands of everybody is by well, you go in the game this time. You're going to. I watch a lot of these teams around the league with some of these innovative offense coordinators. And at the end of the game, you go, well, damn, man, that dude touched the ball that many times. It doesn't seem like they're trying to force it to a person. It seems like they just get it to the person. You know, when you watch, listen, Kansas City, I don't care who comes on their team. When they pick a guy, he can play. They don't have to force it on him. He just goes through the regular offense, and he comes out and in the game with great plays. McKinnon. And also the kid, what's the other kid? Uh, Pacheco. Pacheco. Those two dudes right there, I don't care who's in the game. They do everything that, they all do the same stuff. It's not like when Pacheco's in the game, he does one thing. Oh, then we bring McKinney, he only does nothing. You're allowing a defense to understand your offense better. Let everybody run the same thing. I don't care about the size of a player. We we talked about, we talked all offseason and before about what is it? Position flex. Remember that? Yeah. Every running back should be able to do every damn thing, not not just certain things. Well, dude, I mean, we talk about maybe we lean on it more in this town because they were here. Mm-hmm. And and there's always that thought of like lost opportunity or, or lost talent. Well, we talk about McVeigh and Shanahan as I mean, tell me if you disagree. Obviously, uh, Andy Reid's there, right? But mm-hmm. McVay and Shanahan are arguably the best, two of the best offensive minds in football. You got one's got a ring, the other's coached. You know what I mean? Been been right there and has a bad habit of blowing leads, but is is right there. You can you can dress up their offense a million ways, mm-hmm. McVay and Shanahan. Both those dudes just want to run the football down your mouth. Oh, yeah. Now, McVay's a little more physical. Shanahan's a little more zone, um, you know, but it li- li- lineman that can move. <laughs> yeah. But it's all based on run the ball. generating matchups by running the ball well and playing with a fullback. You know when, they, you know when fullbacks were king? The, the goddamn 1950s. <laughs> like... Like we can talk about all the all the motion and all sorts of stuff. They want to maul you. They want to maul you and establish physicality, and then hit you with play action. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and so we can talk about when you all the- these great offensive minds, and maybe they don't always run it on first down. Maybe they're happy to run it on second and third down, and they'll throw it on first down. Like there are ways to envision all this stuff, but the, the central premise of their offenses is to run it down your throat. Yeah. If you run the ball effectively, it has more impact when you're trying to run a play action pass. If you run certain plays for your running game, but you do something opposite for your passing game, you don't affect 
the linebackers like you're capable, like you really want to do it. Because they look at the motion and they're like, it doesn't look the same, so I'm not reacting to that. And they back out and they close up passing lanes. But today, everything is the same. Shotgun, play around a little bit. Then next time you want to get a, you want to do a play action, you do something totally different. Makes no sense to me. Got this one from uh, the Pinnacle on Twitter. He says, our fan base has it backwards. They blame the defense, yet dismiss the fact that Heineke blunders led to that loss. Sick of hearing about his moxie. He's an adult in the NFL. Moxie should come with that. Scott's play calling Heineke is why they are limited. I don't know who's knocking the defense. I'm not knocking the defense. I know we're not knocking the defense. But, I mean, there, there are people that say the defense didn't do enough last night. Well, they didn't. They gave up 13 they, points. They didn't play. <laughs> they did not pitch a shutout. They didn't play like they normally play, but all I know, if a team holds a team to 13 to thirteen points, that's basically what they did. I know everybody's going to say, well, they had 20. They had 20 because the offense gave them seven. So, you hold a team to 13 points in the NFL, that's, that's good. You know what was awful? The commanders on third down, one of ten. One of ten. You know what the Giants were? Two of ten. Two of ten. Yeah. They got that's off awful the field. Too. Yeah, that's awful too. Like People want to act 20% like, is damn good as your defense. You think the Giants dominated time of possession? They didn't. It was 30 minutes and 30 seconds to 29 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. So it's about a coin flip. So in other words, the defense, I guess, I guess based, the defense didn't Based score. off of his comments, the defense is supposed to make sure that they, they hold people to a turnover. They didn't generate a turnover, but still, what, they got holding a one touchdown or just three three points? For all we talk about the D-line, they did not generate a sack or a turnover. So yeah. could you have wanted more out of the defense? Sure. They did didn't they, play did like they, they do they, enough they, to. They didn't get the numbers they normally get, but when you have an offense who is anemic at best when it comes to scoring points, you can't – the defense eventually going to run into somewhere they can't handle it. They're going to get a little fed up and a little worn out as well. I think Landfill's going to shoot me with a Nerf gun if I don't go to break. Jeff Walker, wake up. 11 o'clock, we're going to open the phones, blame pies. Don't go anywhere. It's be midnight. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Is this the uh, Death Cab? What are they singing here? Christmas song? Put this one in the rotation. <laughs> um... I like this one, Landfill. I mean, I got a soft spot for some Death Cab emo, too. Um, B, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. Should we all chip in and get Jeff Walker a bra for Christmas? Or at least some pasties. <laughs> Go work at Crystal City Restaurant with those things, Jeff. It's okay. Was that, was that uh, who made the chili that was so good? 
Mark, mm-hmm. I think that chili went straight to your chest. Hey, B, you know, I mean, you know what, JP? I, I promise you in any physical athletic activity, I will beat you in it. I have smoked you in golf repeatedly. That don't count. <laughs> Free throw shooting contest. Let's do it. Ping pong. Let, I'll, oh, I'll smoke you in ping pong. No, you will not, yeah, JP. Will. Oh, yeah. It's the one physical activity I've beaten Brian Mitchell in. Bro, B probably not even that good. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let B I know tell I beat you're you. always good. I beat you. No, you will not. Landfill, I'll watch you. Landfill, quick seating for a show ping pong. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go B Mitch because he's a crazy person and he'll do whatever it takes to win. <laughs> then I'm going to go. I didn't uh, break the damn table. We're done. <laughs> I'm going to go JP because I feel like ping pong is something he'd be good at. Then Jeff, uh, then me because I don't care. Jeff, I'll play in paddle tennis or pickleball anytime you want. I've I've never played paddle tennis or pickleball, but ping we pong. We can swim across the pond ping pong. in Louisiana with the alligators in it. JP is a member of a country club. In general, racket sports is kind of his wheelhouse. <laughs> Not compared to people that grew up with that kind of stuff, but I, I'm I'm decent. Dude, I had a ping pong table since I was a youngin'. Oh, I, and I have a, silly flex. I have Jeff a, Walker I have just a, told us how you're, rich you're, he is. You're 28. You're still a young I, I have a, <laughs> and, and I have a Jeweler certified paddle. Let's get it. I'm ready. Whenever y'all are If he's are got ready. his own paddle, he might be kind of nice. Whenever y'all are Remember ready. Remember, Wargo had his own paddle. Whenever we all y'all just use the ready. ones at work. Man, have you been around Jeff Long Love? Jeff is an expert at everything. That's true. No, and, no, I'm not an expert. You know they say jack of, jack all, of trades, all trades, master of none. Yeah. No, it's just I have I don't know why, but I have a knack of having a talent for things that's not really played often. Like how I'm about gonna, putting? See, that's that's played often. Golf it, is played often, but ping pong, I just happen to be good at it. And foosball, if we play foosball, I'm I'm good at foosball. That's not an athletic sport. I'm pretty good Stop. at foosball. Can I tell you something that's gonna make you laugh? What? My senior year of high school football. Head coach Pete White says, JP, you're a jack of all trades. And I was like, but master of none. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a lot at a C level for you, coach. Um, all right, Blaine Pie. You guys know the deal. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. We're going to open these phone lines up. Um, now, let me ask a question. We're going to open the phone lines up, but you and I also have to give our Blaine Pies. You want to come back, you give your blame pie. We'll take some calls. Then I'll give mine. We'll take some calls. We'll get Jeff and Landfill. How do you want to do it? No, because you're going to give me hell if I tell people to call, and then I give my blame pie, and then the people sit on hold. So I, I'm asking, Second, if you give your, I'm asking you, for coaching. You give your uh, – well, yeah, I'll give mine now. Yeah, give I'm yours quick. when we come back. All right, cool. I'll do that. Let's do that. All right. We're, phone lines are open. MGM National Harbor listening lines. I know you're frustrated from last night. There's a lot to be frustrated about. Um – Let's be real about what has happened here at the same time. The the, the winner of last night gave themselves a really, really, really strong chance of making the playoffs, okay? The loser of last night basically went the opposite way. Now, Eagles have clinched now, right? What's that? Eagles clinched. Eagles have clinched playoff spot, not, yes. not the... The Eagles and the Cowboys have clinched playoff spots. So have the Vikings. Mm-hmm. The Vikings clinched the division. Because I'm looking at Giants had the tougher schedule of them in Washington. But I'm looking at going forward, 
they may run up on some teams that don't need to have don't need to win before we even run up on the team at the end that doesn't need to win. Sure. So now you've got the Commanders are in the seven seed. Giants, six seed, eight, five, and one. Commanders, seven seed, seven, six, and one. Now that could end up being advantageous, especially if the Vikings are able to win out and get that second seed and the Niners win out and get the third because the seven seed gets to play the Vikings instead of the Niners. But at this point, if you want to have a silver lining in the playoff conversation, cool. That could be your silver lining. I think the commander's got to worry about getting in. Yeah. Man, Kirk Cousins is, is uh, the Taylor Heineke with arm now, man. He keeps making a comeback. What you talking about, man? That, that was a wild game. The Seahawks, 7-7, seven and seven, just behind the Commanders. The Lions are red hot, 7-7, seven and seven, just behind the Commanders. The Lions are going to be favored in their last three games. That tie can come back to haunt us if we don't handle business. The tie could help them, too. Can it hurt or help? But if the Lions win out, I, I, I feel like a scenario where – the Lions win out and get to ten wins. Lions are seven and seven. Commanders are seven six and one. I don't see a scenario where the Commanders win out. Do you see three straight here? No. Going to San Fran on a short week with the Niners playing how they are, and listen, crazy things happen in the NFL all the time. Anybody I mean, and anybody that gets mad and say we're not fans, put your money on it. Right. And you know me, I might like the points, but I'm not putting the money on I'm saying, no, no, no. I know people like to say, oh, man, no, no, this is reality. I don't see them winning these last three games. I think they need to go 2-1 and in the last three games or better. Now, I said before the game last night, I I still think 2-2 and can get you in. There's a lot of moving parts, and I know folks get caught up in these 538 projections, right? And 538 has built a really slick website, and the numbers tell you the Giants now have an 87% chance of getting in. The Commanders are down to 35%. Yeah, they I'm, were at 80-something before the it game. It would have been flipped. Would have been 89 or something like that if they had won. Fully aware of that. But let me keep in mind, this same website with these same analysts and projections and algorithms told the world that Hillary Clinton had no chance of losing to Donald Trump. Nobody knows what's going to happen. There's three games left. The Giants might go 0-3. We don't know. But damn if the road didn't get a lot tougher last night. Blame Pie next. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Landfill really trying to stir the pot on the text thread. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.